Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Stocks and Coffee. I'm Travis, your Stock Geek. Today is Friday, August 12th, 2022. Checking in on markets this morning, stocks are positive. We've got the S&P 500 up about 0.6%, the NASDAQ up just under 1% currently. Commodities, pretty quiet overall, but we do see crude down about 3% and copper down about a percent and a half. So it is sort of a Goldilocks environment right now for stocks. We've had positive economic news so far this week, of course, on the inflation front. Today, we got another data point from the University of Michigan's consumer sentiment gauge. That actually rebounded to 55.1. It was well above forecast. So perhaps things are improving at least a little bit, at least in consumers' minds, probably helped significantly by the reduction in gas prices we've seen over the past month or two. I will note, however, we did see weekly jobless claims tick up yesterday up to 262,000, which was a little bit higher than what we've seen in prior weeks. So that's something we obviously want to watch closely. Nothing to be alarmed about yet, but it's not all you know perfect out there in terms of the data. Uh, of course, yesterday we also did see the PPI, another gauge of inflation on the producer side. That was down more than expected. In fact, it was down 0.5% month over month. Of course, it's still up 9.8% year over year, but these numbers were better than the market expected, driven again by a 17% drop in gasoline prices over the past month. So good news on the inflation front. We had relatively good news on the Fed front this month. That's why we've had equities rallying for four weeks straight now. Assuming we finish positive today, we'll have the fourth straight week of stocks rising. And we've had, you know, a lot of earnings surprises, both positive and negative. But as I said before, on the balance, we've seen pretty positive earnings, earnings that held in there for a lot of companies when a lot of market participants thought they were going to fall off a cliff. We still have a lot of the year to go, of course, but I do think, you know, the characterization here would be that things are on a little bit more solid footing than they were just two months ago. We're continuing to watch the energy sector because that could be one thing that throws a wrench here in addition to the Fed. We don't have a Fed meeting until September, but energy is another area where any shortages that create issues for the balance of the year could also change or alter the inflation picture once again. So that's something to keep an eye on. But today, actually, energy prices down a little bit and providing more relief for stocks. In terms of movers, we see another number of early gainers and losers from earnings reports. So LegalZoom on the positive side had a slight revenue beat and raised guidance in that stock. I wouldn't characterize the numbers as super strong, but the stock is up significantly so far today. And then we also have Toast, which had a very strong earnings beat, raised guidance for the year to $2.66 billion of revenue. That was from previous guidance at $2.55. They are still losing money on the adjusted EBITDA line, so... They expect an EBITDA loss of 140 to 160 million this year, but that's down from a prior expectation of 175 to 195. So, a little bit you know, improvement in losses, I should say, and that's helping the stock today. Uh, so the stock's up almost 20 percent. Oscar Health also reported earnings up about 11 percent, and. Those are probably the highlights on the gainer side. On the loser side, we do have a couple under pressure here. Olo, a restaurant software company, unlike Toast, seeing some real pressure down about 33% today. Revenue was up 27% year over year, but that, that actually missed expectations, and they cut their guidance for the rest of the year. They lost a key customer in Subway, which has 14,000 locations, so that is also weighing on the stock. Poshmark down about 15% today. They actually had numbers that came relatively in line with estimates. But they gave guidance that was a little bit underwhelming, so only expecting to grow 8 to 9% over the next quarter or two. And they are showing slight EBITDA losses this year versus positive EBITDA last year. That's because they claim to be investing in the business and new features 
uh, but it's not really showing through in current levels of growth. So the market doesn't like that. And frankly, I would characterize the earnings call as pretty tepid and not very exciting. Uh, management didn't really have any uh, anything to hang their hat on as far as you know potential levers of growth in the near term. So the stock is down about 15% today. Illumina also down about 7% today. They had a earnings that missed estimates for Q2, and they reduced their guidance for the year. They took their revenue guidance down from 14 to 16% growth this year to only 4 to 5%, so a pretty significant cut there. The maker of genetic tools still probably has a long runway of growth over the next you know decade plus, but right now just not hitting their expectations and seeing a pretty significant slowdown in the number of new tool sales. We also saw Marketa with slowing growth from 53% growth down to now about 35% or below. They also have a change at the CEO and COO position, so that's creating a lot of uncertainty with that stock, and it is down today as well. Other news, not a ton of single stock news, but we did see some key extensions for SPACs, including Chamath Palapatia's SPACs, IPOF and IPOD, which have been highly watched for potential blockbuster deals. And those were originally slated to end their SPAC life in October of this year if they didn't get any deals done. They're now attempting to hold a vote so that they can extend those deadlines into 2023. Uh, As far as next week goes, we're going to have a number of earnings in the retail sector. I mean, we're pretty much through the bulk of earnings reporting season, but retailers as a category do tend to report a little bit off cycle. So we'll get some big retailers next week like Walmart. Target, Lowe's, Home Depot, TJ Maxx, Ross Stores, Kohl's, Foot Locker, and a few others. Now, we've had some negative pre-announcements out from those retailers like Walmart and Target uh, prior to the quarterly reports, so they shouldn't be too much of a surprise, but investors are really going to be keying in on the earnings calls to understand if things are improving in the current month and also, of course, what's happening with inventory and consumer spending trends, so the retailers will be in focus next week. On the macro data side, not a ton of stuff next week. There will be some data out of the UK on their inflation numbers and then U.S. retail sales for the month of July to go along with the retailer earnings. There will also be a release of the last Fed meeting minutes, so perhaps market participants will be parsing the language to see if they can figure out anything as to what Fed policy is going to look like at the next meeting. Well, that's really it from me today on a Slow News Friday. Now that we've got a lot of the earnings season behind us, I'll be able to spend some more time digging into individual companies and some of the listener questions out there. We can tackle some subjects more in depth here as we go forward on the podcast. I'm looking forward to that. We've got a couple more weeks in August, and then we move into a seasonally more volatile period with September and October. And of course, we'll get the next Fed meeting in September. So keep that on your radar. It's still a little ways out, and it may be smooth sailing for equities until then. But that's always something to keep in the back of our mind for later. Of course, we still could have disruptions in supply chains or energy markets or something that comes out of left field at us. But for now, I think it's interesting that we've had some positive data points for the equity markets to rally on. And I don't see a whole lot of incremental headwinds here in the near term. So this Goldilocks period could be extending for at least some amount of time here going forward, especially with equity market participants being still very defensively positioned coming into this earnings season. So it'll be interesting to see what stocks may rally here in the coming days and weeks. We'll be making sense of all the data points that we can get in the meantime. And like I said, I will see you all in future episodes. Have a great rest of your weekend, everyone. Cheers. Thank you.